What's going on, gals and gents? This is another episode of Popcorn Heroes. Yeah, yeah. And today we have. Damn, I was gonna. I, I was trying to say the beardless sensation. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but you always try to say dragon, so now it's sensation. Oh man, yeah. Is, is it just the word bearded? I think it's is bearded. I can't really say bearded. Okay, so are we ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> And with me today is the bearded sensation. What's up, guys? Pedro. Hey, hey. No Orlando today. No. Thank no God. Orlando today. Thank God. That guy has no. He has the worst opinions ever. <laughs> so fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> um, today we have a very fun, uh, quick episode. Um, but first, let's start off with the new trailer. I mean, the trailer of Castlevania, yes. which you say those are the same creators who are gonna create the new Assassin's Creed anime, right? Yeah. So uh, I was just reading today that they announced a Assassin's Creed anime on Netflix, and it's going to be the same people that are working on the Castlevania one, which will be coming out actually this Friday. So I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, I don't know too much about the franchise of Castlevania, no. but uh, I've been seeing the trailers for the past few days, and I mean they're super quick because you know Netflix always does that. Yeah, they always tease you for like and a, I, a quick thirty second to a minute. But they're doing. I'm pretty sure they're doing it because it's like half hour show. It, so it could be actually. I don't know if it, it. It probably is. Yeah, like the Voltron one. The Voltron one's actually very well made. Mm-hmm. So I was just a little worried because Netflix has this thing where they're making animated animes, mm-hmm. but it has like that weird CG cell shade effect. It looks very cheap. Uh, I can't remember the yeah. names of them right now, but there's two of them, probably even three of them right now that I know of. That it has that. It's like a really bad animated like doll, and then they add that cartoony like skin mm. over it, and it's super cheaply made, and it looks like crap. Uh, the majority of the animation yeah. looks very cheap. But then uh, I saw the Castlevania one, and it's not that at all. Yeah. It's actually animated. It's actually like the Voltron one. Yeah. Well, it's like if you look at um that that Game of the Toro one he made. Um, uh, Troll Hunters. Troll Hunters. That one's really well made. And Not, it's and it's like twenty eight episodes. I actually didn't see that one. I gotta watch. It's it. good. It's really good. It, it looks like a DreamWorks style. It looked. It, it kind of does, yeah. But it's is a Game of Game of Toto story, and he wrote it, and like it's and it has um, God, um, God bless his soul. What's his name? Um, the one who died. A lot of people died this year. No, no, no. He died like a few years ago. Um, the the kid from damn. Oh the, yeah. His name? Uh, Star Trek. Yes, what's his name, man? I forgot his name right now. Oh man! But yeah, uh, remember I told you that I, w- I would have thought he would have been the perfect Yorick. No, I remember no. I, I was I was watching a movie and I'm like, damn, this kid would be the most perfect Yorick. Yes, yes, man. for for why the last man. His name yeah. is Anton Yelchin. There you go, Anton Yelchin. Anton Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin. He played Chekhov. Yes, yes, and he ha- it had his voice. That's the last thing he I think he did, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So it's crazy, like, hearing his voice. <laughs> and he's fucking dead. Because um, <laughs> it came out after he died. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because, you know, you do the voice work before and yeah. you do the animation after. Yeah, so it, it was kind of like, it was kind of eerie um, yeah. hearing his voice there. But that was, the animation and that was really good. I, it was I, I really well sure made. I watched that one. Netflix is on so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Keep getting behind. But the majority of the animations are not good. Like, the kid animation ones are terrible. Yeah, they're, they're really bad. Like, uh, my kid watches the Inspector Gadget every once in a while. That's like, fucking terrible. The yeah. animation is horrible. There was one that I looked at really quickly, like a King Kong one. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And I was like... They're terrible. It's like, crap, yeah. It's like the, the Puss in Boots one. The, the yeah. Puss... 
Puss in Boots. Yep. It's terrible. The animation is nasty. Um, the How to Cheer and Dragon is a little bit good. Yeah, but, it, but it's still not that good. But, but it's exactly what you said. They're for kids, and they don't care. Kids don't pay attention to that. Nah. I, and I know, looking back, there were some animations that I liked. I mean, I can't remember them right now at the top of my head. But there was some that I watched, and I look back, and I'm like, wow, this was really, really badly made. But I mean, when you're a kid, you don't care. Yeah, you don't notice those things. Actually, yeah, perfect example. I was just watching Power Rangers, ah. and uh, Rita's dubbed. Uh, all the stuff is like Japanese hmm. and uh, like old Japanese footage, and then they splice in the new American footage, and that was to save money. Because they didn't want to reshoot the whole episode. So there's parts where like the whole town is running away and you look at them, they're all Asian. <laughs> and it's like, wait, it doesn't look anything like Angel Grove. That's like a city, an yeah. actual city area instead of like like a regular town. It's like, what yeah. the hell? But you don't notice that stuff. <laughs> no, and, you don't. And I know that's live action, but it's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's for kids. We don't care. We didn't need to drop all that. Exactly. You're just trying to save money. Yeah. So pretty much I saw the Castlevania trailer. And I was like, this looks great. It's awesome. And then I heard uh, that they're doing an Assassin's Creed one by the same producer. His name is... So we can catch his name real quick. It, it's funny that I, I find that curious. Um, the whole the whole thing about Castlevania is coming out this Friday. And Castlevania was announced maybe, what, beginning of the year, I think? Oh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. And the show's about to drop, which is crazy. You would have thought it would have been at least a year until yeah, you yeah. see that I, I show. Yeah, it would have been a lot farther. Yeah. Um, so it kind of shocked me right now when you said, hey, it's coming out this Friday. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's quick. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Honestly, they've been doing it for a while. But probably. It was probably one of those, oh, let's keep it under wraps yeah. and then do it. Because uh, like, like we said, Netflix does tend to do that. They're like, hey, we got a new show coming out. Uh, like the OA. It's like, hey, oh, we got yeah. a new show coming out. Hey, it comes out next month. It's like, what? Yeah. And, and that ended up being one of the best shows they got. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, so the Assassin's Creed show, the anime, it's made by uh, the producer Adi Shankar. And who's Adi Shankar? So he produced Dread, which I thought was awesome. The, the movie, right? Yes, yes, the movie Dread. The one with, <laughs> the one with Carl Urban, right? Yeah, Carl Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban. <laughs> Not the crappy Sylvester Stallone one. But uh, he's actually, I mean, I know him more for uh, doing the short films on YouTube, like that Power Rangers. Oh, that, that was really good. Yeah, that dark short film Power Rangers that they got so mad at, they actually took it off of YouTube. Wow. And for a while, and they brought it back. They just changed the name a little bit to make people know it's, it's not by the same people. But that was really good. He also did this, uh, actually, the first one I ever saw was, um, he did a short film of Punisher. Yes. Dirty Laundry. Actually, that was perfect. It was actually just called Dirty Laundry. Yeah, it was Dirty Laundry. But yeah. it had Thomas Jane in it. Yep. And yeah, it was him kicking ass. It was so great, dude. That was probably one of the best ones. Super low budget, but it got the gritty feel right. Yeah. And, uh, and then later on, they added the Punisher name to it. Well, when, I, I guess when they when they had permission to. Yeah. And uh, and he did one that I actually saw much later. It was um, Venom. Ah, and, yes. Uh, he did a version of Venom. I think it was black and white. It was with that, that guy from True Blood, right? Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. I remember now. his name. He was the, the brother of, of Sookie's. Uh, Sookie. Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sookie's so brother. So pretty much, I can already see why they picked him as producer for these. Yeah. Because I saw the Castlevania trailer, and it looks really gory. And gritty. Yeah, exactly. So he has this vision where, you know, he gets franchises, makes them gritty, but not like, at least so far, not too gritty to mm -hmm. the point where it's like, no, you lost... You lost the the what makes it. Yeah, but it has that feeling of yeah. grittiness, of darkness. Yeah, pretty much all these franchises, aside from maybe Power Rangers, yeah, they all belonged in a gritty world. Yeah, but even the Power Rangers one, I thought still worked. No, it did work. It was it had a post apocalyptic. So, vibe. so that's what I'm curious about how how they're gonna do with uh, Assassin's Creed because Assassin's right. Creed is not really a gritty per se. I mean, 
<clears throat> you think he's going to change it up? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, he said it actually is going to take place in the universe, so it's not going to be like a what if. Mm. Like, I thought they were going to kind of go the Animatrix route, where it's like, hey, do whatever you want, and don't worry about continuity too much. Mm-hmm. But no, he said it's going to be in it, so um, it, it'd be kind of cool if he focuses on the Assassins and maybe the Templars. Kind of show both sides. But they need to elaborate more on their stories. Yeah, Something yeah. that the games nor the movie did. No, they give you hints. I mean, if you actually read all those weird, like, codexes in the notes, you, but who honestly no. really does that? No. I can care less about that If show. there is no exposition in the game or in the movie. Yeah. No. There's no point. And that, uh, the movie, I thought, actually got uh, the visuals of it. Oh, yeah. Right? It did. Except but for the, the Animus. I thought the Animus was... BS. Yeah, I didn't like it. But the story was even like yeah, the story it, itself. it didn't have any heart in it. No. Nah. It didn't... I don't know. I, I wasn't rooting for anybody. Yeah. I just wanted to see people die. They were trying so hard to make it look good that they forgot everything else. Yeah. So, I felt that movie was empty. It was like a soulless movie. So, it was. hopefully... This guy seems like a big fanboy. I don't know if you've ever seen him. He looks really freaking weird. He nah. has like this crazy like eye makeup like from Kiss. Oh, he walks shit. around with that all the time. He has no it. It's way. Like, it's really strange. But anyway, he looks like a big fanboy. Yeah. He looks like he actually loves the properties that he gets into. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, it seems that all the properties he's been he's done so far, touched, are been fanboy exactly. properties that I, you I grew re- up with. I was reading through all the stuff he did, and he hasn't had a miss yet. Mm-hmm. So And he looks like he's fairly early into his career. So Yeah. Sure, he is just producer. He's not writing it or directing it, so something could go wrong. But but you know what? The producers are the ones who choose the team. Yeah, that too. So if you're choosing the right team, you're going to end up doing a good product. Yeah, and also the vibe of it. Like uh, um, Zack Snyder's all over DC, and you could see it. Mm-hmm. He may not have worked on the other ones, but you could see his, his feel. Yeah. Well, the, his influence is in his it, for sure. But so, the, everyone, all the filmmakers are trying to maintain themselves to that same picturesque feel that... Snyder did in his movies. So there's the reason why they're going to try to maintain that throughout all the yeah, movies, yeah. you know? So I'm hoping, uh, you know, they, they, they follow through with this guy's vision. Yeah. And uh, and hey, I'm looking really forward to it. And I hope they don't retread on stuff that was done in the games. Like, I don't want to see Ezio or any of this. I want to see, like, new characters. I want to follow them. I want to actually, like, care about them and so on. So for and, me, For me, as long as they elaborate on the story of the Templars and Assassins, that's what I care about. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool if they go to different eras, too. Like, I mean, now that it's an anime, anime is extremely, obviously, Flexible. Japanese. <laughs> very Japanese, very exaggerated. So they could go with, shit, they can go with samurai uh, assassins and so on. Yeah. So, because the games only did, like, a little bit of Hong Kong of uh, the ninjas and stuff. Yeah. But not really samurai. So this is perfect. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Because I, like, I know they didn't do it in the games because they were like, oh, there's a million samurai games. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do another samurai So they could game. probably do a feudal Japan. Yeah, exactly. But it's an anime. Uh, people don't get tired of nah. feudal Japan animes. No, for, so for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I uh, hope it's a hit. And I'll definitely watch Castlevania this weekend. I'll let you guys know oh, yeah. what I think. We'll hopefully try to bring you a review of anything. Alrighty. And, and uh, so, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, movies and shows and stuff, um, I really want to talk about the box office. Uh, you know, that <laughs> the box office successes and failures that have been happening yeah, you, so far. You even wanted to talk about this one for Yeah, it's, it's crazy because if you think about it, you know, summer blockbuster is always the biggest part of the summer, right? People going to the movies, kids are out of school. Right. And if you look at it, it hasn't been as successful as it has been in previous years. No. 
it, not it, as, it, as strong as last year either. No, no. It, it used to always be like, all right, summer's coming. The big hits are coming. Yeah. Uh, that are good. Like the big good hits. That's yeah. the other thing. So it, it's, I've, I've been finding it curious that um, some of the big movies that everyone thought, like, yeah, this, this is for sure is going to make some money. Um, they didn't make that money. Right. So I, I want to start off with... Um, Agreed. One of... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think anyone thought this was going to make money. But I think one of the biggest failures of the summer so far uh, was pretty much uh, King Arthur. The, yeah. It had all the right ingredients for successful for something to be successful, right? Except Guy Ritchie. But I was going to mention Guy Ritchie, though. Guy Ritchie, you know, I mean, he, he's his movies haven't been as popular as they once were, but they're still he still has a name to him, right? Right. You, you hear Guy Ritchie, you hear grittiness, you hear hard hitting or yeah, some shit uh, like that. Uh, good dialogue. Yes, he's like a British Tarantino almost ish. Almost without the success, of course. Yeah, um, he could have had it though. He could have had it, man. He, I, I thought he was in the right. Right track and then just lost himself. I think the Sherlock movies uh, threw him off track. He was worried more about big budget hits with Sherlock rather than his down-to-earth gritty movies that made him famous. Yeah, for sure. But he made two Sherlock movies, so clearly, you know. I mean, the first one was a success for sure. I I enjoyed it. I still haven't seen the second one to this day. I still haven't seen it either. Uh, I I actually did not enjoy the first Sherlock. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it was no um, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, hell no. No one can top that guy now. That guy is fucking perfect. Um, so I wanted to talk to So King Arthur had a budget of $175 million, right? Right. And his opening weekend, it completely bombed. It made 15.3 in the opening weekend. And uh, I'm pretty sure you have the numbers of how much it I, is right I, now. I actually just looked up the total right now. And it's if you round it up, it's at thirty nine million. Wow, domestic. Dom- but that's still that's still yeah yeah domestic. terrible. It so, could have made that shit. That should have been yeah. his first weekend. It made a hundred million foreign. So you know what? Even when you crank that up, it's still it only made one hundred and forty worldwide. It yeah. didn't make its budget. It's it didn't make its budget short. It, it didn't make its budget at all. It completely bombed. Yeah, I think yeah, man. But did you see it? Yeah, I actually did see it. What did you think about I, it? I did not like it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I thought I, I entertained me. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, now that we're talking about anime real quick, I thought it would have been a better anime show <laughs> on like Netflix mm. because of, uh, you know, when he finally gets the sword, everything gets all weird, slow motion-y. Like, Very OP. Super anime-tastic. He was, and I, and I uh, actually, yeah, <clears throat> when he knocked someone in the air, it was like they were moving in slow motion while he was still moving normal speed. It was like he was going, it was like well, how Flash sees things. Yeah. So he was fighting, he was clobbering them. I don't think he sliced anyone. I think it was like... The pressure. He was bashing them and they would fly across the screen. Mm -hmm. So all that felt very anime. It felt very Asian Mm -hmm. rather than Western. Um, It it just didn't feel right. I I thought it was trying to be the 47 Ronin for Knights. Because 47 Ronin embraced the... The story and added all the fantasy elements in the culture. Yeah. And King Arthur looked like it was trying to do that. It was trying to do that. But it didn't add enough of the fantasy. The fantasy was mostly like a quick flashback scene and that was it. Yeah. I mean, the, the fantasy in itself was the sword because that's what they call it, right. the legend of the sword. But they should have showed more of the Lady of the Lake. And I remember there were these weird little like fairy creatures that were in the trees. You I think s- so. You yeah. see them for two seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, the crazy elephant shit in the beginning. Yeah. Um, like... All that stuff was glimpsed. So, yeah, 
I, I I didn't like it. I felt like it was lacking. It was lack. It, it needed more. If it was gonna go balls to the wall fantasy, it should have went full blown fantasy to make me go okay. But it also had that guy Richie like snappiness, like yeah. telling the story back and forth. I, I enjoyed those scenes, dude. I really enjoyed but it. But it felt out of place in a fantasy movie to me. Yeah. Uh, I felt like pick or choose one, make it down and gritty, uh, uh, dark King Arthur because you know he was raised on the streets, and then you know like that, the rise of the of a realistic ish version rise. Yeah. Or go full fantasy. Don't go both. To me, it, it was a, uh, it was too black and white for me. And when they they came together, it, it didn't melt. In my opinion. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie, man. Because my big thing when I'm watching a movie, especially when I didn't expect shit from it, is like, are you capturing my attention? Mm-hmm. It did. And I enjoyed myself watching this movie. It did. I did. And that's a perfect medium, like, bar for me of being like, you know what? This is good enough for me to watch it, right? I mean, would I necessarily go out of my way and watch it again? No, I won't. But... At a first watching, I'm like, yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it, you know. I mean, if you're if you happen so so happen to watch it on HBO or something, like that, you're not gonna regret watching it, right? Well, because yeah. I felt it was good enough to merit a watch in that medium, right? Mm-hmm. But waste money to go see it at a movie theater for sure. I I don't think you should do Hell it. No. no, I don't think you should. But if you ha- catch, so happen to catch it on a streaming service or on a HBO Cinematic, whatever it is, you should watch it. And if you have, if you were in the mood to watch a movie, definitely do it. Um, I I enjoyed that those elements you hated. You know, I I, I like the the snappy, witty storytelling parts of a movie. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I those those are like that that fast cuts and the dialogue was great and yeah. telling the story. I love that shit. It, it was good. Me snatch. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. But that's why I really liked it. Um, I do agree with you in the sense that it should have gone heavy on the on the on the you know the the fantasy elements of it because it had a lot of it. If you think about it, it had wizards. Mm-hmm. The main character was, I mean, uh, uh, Jude Law. Spoilers was right a wizard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I so mean, they tell you five minutes into the movie. So. Yeah, but the, the, those are those are are elements that it had already in the movie, and it should have gone heavy on it. If the yeah. sword was going to be magical, give me a magical world for it to live in, right? Right. Which it, it glimpsed at it, it didn't really live in it, right? Mm-hmm. So even even in the part when when King Arthur again spoilers, it's he goes goes in goes into the puddle and then he goes into this water realm or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The, the lady of the lake gives lady of the lakes, and I thought that was pretty cool. But you didn't give me enough of that fantasy for me. Like be like, yeah, it fits in. Yeah, this. it was too random. It was very random. You it's know? like, did this really happen? Yeah. So. I think they were trying to make it go through the folklore, like, uh, like, hey, this is the, the storytelling of King Arthur. This is how we probably heard how it happened, right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're gonna do that, go heavy on it. Yeah, I, I, I it should have gone heavy on it. Yeah. I actually thought it was pretty forgettable. And and they at the end, you ha- it had the perfect setup for for um for more of it for more of it, you know, with right, the round table, table and all that. Which I wish. I think I, I think this would have been better. I think I, in general, I feel King Arthur would be better. As a uh, TV show, TV series, yes, which I think they already have done with. Uh, I think it was Camelot. They, they, yeah, and I think Camelot didn't do good. No, it was, so, uh, I remember it was one of Stars's. I wouldn't say it's first shows, but yeah, no. but one of its freshman ones mm-hmm. when they start when they started dabbling in, in just, TV shows. That story's been done to death. I mean, they do it through King Arthur's point of view or Merlin's point of view. They've yeah. done it both ways. So yeah, it was also something that people weren't that interested anymore. Yeah, and I think that's why uh, Guy Ritchie decided to do it more more fantasy elements to it in order right. to kind of shake things up, make a story different. 
Um, but I think they should have just, like you said, they should have just gone more into it. It seemed more Peter Jackson-y rather than... But it wasn't even Peter Jackson-y. That's the, po- that's no, the problem. No, exactly. That's what I was saying, that if he would have took charge, maybe it would have been a step in the right direction. But Well, because I think Peter Jackson melds the the realism and the fantasy elements yeah, yeah. pretty good. You know, you, you, you know fantasy could happen in Lord of the Rings. Right. Because it, it, it lives in it. It's already been set you up. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the lore. So... I feel like it would have been better if they would have done something about that yeah. nature. So um, yeah, pretty much, I, and, and along with what we're saying, it didn't get good reviews. So, no, it did. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes slaughtered it. Yep, yep. It's what out of fifty something, even less, maybe something like that. But it was not, wasn't good. Yeah, um, there's another one I like to talk about. It's uh, well, we're gonna go through all of them. So yeah. sit tight, guys. Um, the next one, which was pretty. A1000 would be a good one was Snatched, which was the Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn comedy movie. Oh, I actually. Yeah. Did not think it was going to do that well. Yeah, but I a lot of, the trailer. A lot, of, a lot of people, you know, a lot of the people in the industry assumed that it was going to do good because you had Amy Schumer and you had Goldie Hawn and it's a comedy and it's a mom type of yeah, mom, yeah, mom and yeah. daughter and. You know, I think I think it probably came out even during that weekend, <laughs> Mother's Day. Um, so everyone assumed it was going to be pretty good. Yeah, it, it, um, it did bomb. My, I just looked it up right now. Yeah, so the opening weekend was 32, 32 million mm-hmm. for the opening weekend, and how much did it? How much was it in in domestic? Endings? Yeah, domestic only forty five million in total. Wow! So imagine that it opened up at thirty two. And domestically, it only made 45 yeah, yeah. on his uh, final run. Well, foreign, it only made 13. It only made 58 in total and uh, 58 million. And the budget was 42. Yeah. So, um, no, it didn't do well. No, not at all. It says it, here. It, it was Mother's Day weekend. Yep, I yeah. told you. Um, I was actually I think, surprised I think, to see. I was actually surprised to see Goldie Hawn in a movie yeah. again. I haven't seen her in years. Exactly, and I think that's why people would have. I fucking love her, dude. I, I'm seeing here that. It probably needed 140 to clear. It's crazy. Oh, with all the advertisement, I'm sure. Advertisement, and you know those two women demand demand that that payday. Do you think Goldie Hawn still demands that high pay? I think so. I mean, that, Schumer for sure because she's everywhere now. I, I think they still need that that big payday, and the movies that movie seemed very over the top. So oh yeah, yeah, th- yeah. They needed all those that that money into that budget. And again, Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it either. I'm looking at it now, 36% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, terrible. So yeah, we're starting to see a pattern here. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, exactly. And they're all doing pretty bad. Um, next one, which people assumed again, it could have been good, is Alien Covenant. Yeah. Um, its opening weekend was 36 million. Um, and everyone had thought it was going to be at least 45. So it came about 10 less. And the, the, for, for comparison, Prometheus opened at 51 million, you know, before it ended its domestic run at 126. And if you think about it again, it probably, it made even less, it made even less than Alien vs. Predator, which is, which opened well, up at 38 million. Yeah. To be fair, Alien vs. Predator was PG-13 back in the day when PG-13 PG thirteen movies made more money. Yeah. N- now that totally flipped on its head, but yeah, it, it did. It, it was did. in it was in that era where uh-huh. it's like, oh, get the rated R out of it and we'll make money. Yeah. That movie sucked, by the way. It did. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure. It did. <laughs> it says here it ended at an eighty million domestic run for Alien vs Predator. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Alien Covenant right now. Uh, budget of ninety seven, and a domestic total of seventy three. Wow. 
It made a lot worldwide, though. People Dude, love, people that's love fucking aliens worldwide. Look at that. It's less than Alien vs. Predator, which ended at 80 million domestic run. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. Then again, this was also rated R. But but then again, that rated R shit doesn't doesn't matter anymore. Just look at it's fucking, insane. Just look at Logan, Deadpool, and yeah. But that, that's insane how much how little money that movie made. Yeah. Did you see it? I didn't. I um, I, I'm actually gonna watch because now they have like good rips of it. So that means they're on like on demand and stuff like that right now. So mm-hmm. I'm actually I was actually gonna watch it this weekend. Uh, I, I've been staying away from it. I heard bad things about it. Yeah, and I was gonna I heard money. I heard it shitted all over Prometheus. Like, if you were one of the people that actually liked Prometheus, it kind of closed that storyline within the opening credits. Oh, wow. And it's kind of like, what are you doing? So pretty much, it, it set up, from what I heard, it set up the Prometheus storyline of, like, you know, a new race and stuff like that. But then this one kind of said, okay, never mind, we're going back to Aliens. Ah. It's like, if you were opening up this big universe, you know, stick to your guns. Mm-hmm. Even if it didn't get, oh, such a great reception like last time, don't blow it up. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, well, I mean, again, I feel that's really Scott's fault, but and I'm I'm pissed he made that movie instead yeah, of yeah. letting Neil Blomkamp come out with his his Alien sequel. Yeah, I really wish Blomkamp would have made his. His was a love letter. So Blomkamp, who worked on District Nine, District Nine, uh, uh, Chappie, uh, Elysium, Elysium, and yeah, and and he's got a really cool, really awesome short films coming out. Yeah, uh, with his Oats company, but. So he had an original idea, I want to say like two years ago, he started posting uh, concept art yeah. that he was going to make a movie taking place after Aliens, Aliens with the second one. Aliens 2. Considered everyone's favorite. Yeah. And uh, so Aliens 3 kind of took a crap over the second one by killing off most of the characters. So this one was going to be like, all right, three never happened. <laughs> Four never happened. So it was going to show Sigourney Weaver is going to come back, of course. Nice. Uh, they already showed concept art of her older, how she is now. Um, that actor, Michael Bain, he also survived the second movie mm-hmm. and he, uh, he got acid on his face. So they actually show concept art of him with his acid burns, scarred up, uh, Newt, the little girl that also survived the second movie, they were showing her already grown up. So it was going to focus on this. It was going to take place. Everything, everything we loved about the second one, it was going to carry it over. Yeah. And they were going to grow over all these years that it's been, and they were going to give us a new adventure. So I felt like that was a love letter to everything we liked. It was yeah. embracing what people loved about it. And I was like, awesome. But it would have been perfect. Then really Scott came out with this one because obviously he's the father. Yeah. He made the first one. Really Scott pretty much said, I want to make my movie. Fuck Neil Blancam. Yeah. I want to do so mine. So Neil Blancam said, all right, go fuck yourself. So he took that budget and created his company doing the short films, which mm-hmm. you guys should check out. It's really good. Oats Studios. Yeah. You can YouTube them. But uh, yeah, so I was pretty sad. That, that's the main reason why I hesitated about this movie. Yeah. So I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it and see for sure. But like it, I said, this is a big uh, uh, F you to uh, really Scott because yeah. the audience was they didn't back him up. They no. didn't care about his vision. They didn't care about anything that he did. Honestly. Yeah, and I actually read an interview uh, that you know Prometheus didn't get a warm reception. So he was like, "Oh, fuck you! You want aliens? Okay." And now he gives them aliens. <laughs> People don't like it, so he's like, "Fuck you guys! You don't know what you want." <laughs> Look, we don't want really Scott. That's what we want. We yeah. don't want you. That's it. We we wanted. I mean, as an Aliens fan, I wanted to see Neil Blockham, dude. I, yeah. I love this. I enjoyed his little concert party yeah. he had, yeah. and it looked cool. It looked interesting. It looked like something that that could have followed up that powerful franchise, right? Yeah. I wanted to see what he would have done with it. Honestly, I, I want. I wanted to see that. And then really Scott, being a little bitch, he is. He's like, hey, I want to make my movie. He just doesn't understand audiences anymore. He was, he made his hits. I'm actually glad that he's not on the second 
Blade Runner. Yes. He's Thank pro- God. He's a producer of Blade Runner, but the guy that did Arrival, his name escapes me right now. But Arrival. Oh, yeah, I forgot his name. Dennis, that movie was such a great movie, too. Dennis Villalala. Yeah. Something with a V. He's awesome. Everything he touches is gold. So he's working on it. Uh, he's sure. such a, that movie's such good. It's so, it's so good, though. Sure, it's a long time sequel that not many people have been asking for. But uh, I mean, it's him. He hasn't. He did Sicario as well. Yeah, he did. He's done great stuff. So I mean, that movie looks good, dude. Uh, and, uh, I'm not a big Blade Runner fan. I, I've seen the first one, but yeah, it's, it, it oh. never really captured me to be like, damn, this movie's so good. Blade but, Runner. It was just a visual eyegasm, and pretty much, I would even say, ninety percent of science fiction movies have been. Uh, inspired by Blade yeah, Runner. For sure. So it was needed. I feel like it's the Citizen Kane of sci-fi. Yeah. It's like everyone loves to talk about it, but when you really go back and watch it, I mean, in my opinion, I think it's overrated, but mm. it's needed. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't capture my heart, but this movie looks good. It looks it yeah. looks like they visually boosted up that movie, man. So pretty much, uh, I hope Ridley Scott uh, doesn't touch any more Alien. Yeah, I mean, if I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and the last good movie he did was The Martian. The Martian was really good. Martian was fantastic, but it's also based off a book, so it's not really uh, his yeah. thing. And then the movie before that, he did uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings, which was not. terrible. Yeah. Come on, man. You, 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 you're casting yeah. um, Kristen Bale as Moses. My problem with Exodus was it was a six-hour movie that he chopped up into three hours. Yeah. So he cut half the movie. It would have been a good, well, I'm, it would have been a decent <laughs> miniseries on HBO. Yeah. With less budget. Yeah. I didn't think he needed all that. And, and he didn't cast anybody that looked even remotely Jewish. Or uh, or Egyptian. Or, or Egyptian. I mean, yeah. and, that, and that's a big problem, dude. You, you're setting yourself, you're setting a movie in a time period, in that time period, and you're not even cast uh, anybody who looks the part. People are wide awake with not liking, not down with whitewashing. So, yeah. speaking of whitewashing and a flop, Ghost in the Shell. Yes, Ghost in the Shell. Even though it, it's, it came out in March, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a big flop. But it's it's still, it's not exactly a blockbuster, a summer blockbuster, but it was still something that people expected. And it flopped. But I didn't expect it to be doing good, though, either. No. Ghost in the Shell audience is really small. Well, n- not only that... Um, Actually, I wouldn't even say that because Avatar had like no audience. It wasn't anything pre-existing and people loved it. But uh, it was mostly because of the whitewashing scandal. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, why'd you this, this Asian property and, and she's white. So yeah. I think it had to do with that as well. Which was a little bit awkward, I guess. Yeah. And did you see the movie? I did. I didn't like it. Yeah? I didn't enjoy <laughs> and it And again, reviews didn't like it either. So I didn't like it. The basic consensus was... It, it had it had potential to be something good, but it wasn't. Yeah, it it's, was, uh, like you said, it was a soulless movie. It, it exactly it was soulless. It uh it had technically it had the right stuff. It reminded me a lot of uh, uh Assassin's Creed. Okay. Technically yeah. speaking, it had it all. Yeah. The visuals great, but it had a great actor. It didn't have the heart. Huh. And uh, just to mention that number, since I brought it up, uh, the budget was 110 million. Oof. And domestically 40. Ah. So there you Painful. have it. And worldwide, 169. Painful, man. So it was still. It only made 50. That's uh, terrible, man. Extra over its budget. That's terrible. But yeah, I know technically it's not summer, but it was one of the, the budget ones that people were expected. Yeah, it was one of the first biggest flops of the year. Exactly. I think. 
and that, that's really bad. That's really, really bad. I mean, I guess continuing on, on our uh, trajectory of movies that are bombing. Mm-hmm. Next one up, well, that was right after Alien was Pirates. Yes. How did that go? Um, the Pirates budget was two hundred and thirty million. Oof. No surprise. Budget loves a that Disney money. Pirates loves to drop tons of money on their stuff. Yeah. They never learned. They did it for Lone Ranger and all that shit. It didn't they work. They dropped so much money, man. But anyway, so two hundred and thirty for Pirates, and uh, domestically, as of yesterday, it made one hundred and sixty-six million. Wow. Yeah. So that foreign money. But the foreign money is kicking ass right now. Five hundred and forty-four million domestically. That's crazy, man. Foreign, foreign, for a total of seven hundred and eleven million. Wow. Here's the thing. It sounds like good numbers. It's made what, like triple the budget? Yeah. It sounds great, but all of that was foreign. Yeah. Uh, Review-wise, it wasn't good, and it actually made less than the first three. Yeah, it did. We don't really care the fourth one. No one really cared about the fourth one. The fourth one was terrible. And the fourth one didn't have. um, It was the first one. It didn't have Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley, so no one expected all of that back. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't make what the first three made, first three yeah. made, it's not on the right track. Yeah, it's so a dead franchise. That's a franchise that needs to be put to bed. Yes, quickly. I haven't seen it. I saw it. I was, yeah. Oh, well, what'd you think of it? It was all right. Yeah. I mean, it's not, a, <laughs> it's not one of those movies I'm, I'm going to tell people, hey, you have to go watch this, right? Right. It, it's way better than the fourth one, for damn sure. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed myself watching this movie more than I did watching the fourth one. The fourth one, I wanted to kill myself. Like this, I'm like, why the fuck are you guys doing yeah. this? It was so fucking boring. Saying it's better than the fourth one is not really saying much. Exactly. But is it? Is it? Was it best in the franchise? No, it wasn't. It, I don't think it was better than neither of the first three movies. Yeah. You know, so... And in the first three, got worse progressively. Yeah, like so. three, three was the worst one, but I, I still think this... I don't think it was as good as three, but it's kind of like they were mostly equivalent. Man, if it's um, right under three, it's still yeah. So the story wise, story wise, it's um, it was boring. No, uh-huh. you know, but the, it's the the set pieces and uh, the the sequences that led up to the story in the story were were, were good to watch because there were big set pieces, there were big action sequences. You know, um, it it just it just wasn't. It just wasn't what I expected from a pirate movie, you know. It has it had its funny moments, like every other pirate movie well, has. Of course, it's Disney, you know. Uh, I just feel Giant Depp is getting way too old for that role too. I don't think he he was uh, as good as he has potentially been in past movies. Um, the Orlando Bloom was a cameo, right? I mean, Kira Knightley was a cameo. It, it looked like cameos, yeah. In the, um, the trailers, they ruined it in the trailers. Yeah, and and they set it and they set it up as for for a sequel potentially of after course. this. They want to do a new trilogy, but they, they shouldn't. They, it, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Uh, um, Look, it, it, it was trying to set up the new the new series, right? Because you had um you had Orlando Bloom with his kid now. You know, his kid grew up. And he's a also guess what fucking pirate. Yeah, um, of course. And then you know the, the, they had a new love interest. You know the the girlfriend of Orlando's Bloom son. son. Uh, so they were setting up all these pieces to get it going, right? But it, it wasn't good, they, and they wasted Javier Bardem. He he was he's such a great actor, and he was wasted in that, that movie. That first trailer, he looks so good in that one. I was like, yeah. man, he's really chewing up the scenery with this villain. Yeah, but the villain was terrible. <clears throat> the villain didn't. I wasn't afraid of the villain. Mm-hmm. You know, typically in other movies, you're like, oh my God, this villain is like, is he true. has something to him. But he wasn't a scary villain. It's true. For the first two, when David Jones came out, David like, oh, Jones shit. was scary, man. 
And uh, Barbosa came Barbosa out. Barbosa was scary too. And Barbosa. Barbosa came out on his Muriaso. I love him. I, Barbosa is part of the best character in the series. Yeah, he and was, he was—he was the only good thing in four. I would yeah, say. and he's probably one of the best things in this movie too. But he—he—he he, he also wasn't as good as he should have been, right? Yeah. So the, a lot of the characters weren't where they were supposed to be, or as good as they were supposed to be. And it was just, again, it was just something they, they did. It was a cash grab to get more money, and it didn't really work out for them. But, hey, it did work out for them foreignly, which were all that's where all the money is coming from now. Yeah. That foreign money. Yeah, yeah. You can't stop that foreign train, man. Foreign people love our flops. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. And if, uh, where's the next one? I think we have a few of them here. Um, we did Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. How was that one? Wonder Woman is doing terrific. Yeah, Wonder Woman is. I mean, we were on a trend of flops, but Wonder Woman did the exact opposite of all of them. Of all of them, like exact opposite. Yeah, it's making a fuck ton of money. Yes. So we, we had to throw in some success there. Like yeah, it cannot yeah. be flops. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle a few. I actually got a few successes to talk about too. Um, but um, yeah. So Wonder Woman's budget right now, I see uh, the budget was 150 million. Domestically, it made three hundred and fifty of it. Ooh! So it made more than double of it domestically. Damn. Foreign, it made about the same actually. Uh, worldwide, right now, it's at seven hundred and eighteen million. That's a lot of money. And uh, from what I hear, it's growing still. Yeah, it's not stopping. It's not stopping at all. But look at the difference with this one. It's a hit, right? Yeah. Everyone loves it, but Rotten Tomatoes and reviews everywhere, people love it. Yeah. So that's a big difference between all the movies we just mentioned. Word of mouth, people wanted to go see it. Oh, it's good. All right, it's worth my on average twelve bucks. Yeah, exactly. Well, cheap. No, it's not, man. It's a, it's a it's a big it's a big investment going yeah. to a movie. Even if it's a franchise, yeah. people still don't want to blow their money off if it sucks. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So continue the movies that didn't do well, right? Yeah, well, you had you had uh, Cars three, which what came out this like two weeks ago. I mean, I thought it was a yeah. good movie. But, again, franchise fatigue. It's also the majority. I mean, I know there's a demographic for cars. But I would say the majority of people don't really care about cars. And people would actually say cars is the weakest franchise. It is. But of, it's so You know where they make the money, though? Merchandising. Of course. The yeah. cars merchandise sell. Yeah, yeah. Like crazy. Uh, when I was in L.A., I actually went to um, Disney's California Adventure which is like another Disney world. Uh-huh. So they have Disneyland and then they have Disney's California Adventure. You know how okay. we have we have Epcot, Magic Kingdom, yeah. blah blah. They only have two. But if you go to the California Adventure, there's a whole world, there's a whole section. It's a recreation of Radiator Springs. Whoa. It looks awesome. I don't care for the franchise, no. but even I got to say that shit looks sick. <laughs> like they recreated it perfectly. You walk in there and you're like, "Holy crap, I'm in the first movie." Wow. I'm in there. And there's merchandise everywhere. People buy the stuff. People buy the shirts, the jerseys, the yeah. cars, everything. So, yes, you're right. Merchandise super sells. Yeah. Everyone and, loves that car's merchandise. But review-wise, it's never been that well. Uh, and, yeah, and this movie was actually a flop. The budget for cars was $175 million, And domestically, it made $125 million. Wow. Uh, foreign, it didn't make that much. Only 50 So... Actually, if you look at it now, currently it only made three million more than its budget. It made 178 worldwide. That's crazy. It has a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's considered. Yeah. It's not considered. That's considered decent. Yeah. 
But again, it's a uh, it's it didn't get that good a reception. No, and it it's, uh, it's like it's back to what we're talking about that franchise fatigue. Yeah, people are getting tired of that. People are getting tired of the rehash. Yeah, and uh, another another movie that kind of, that bombed too was Baywatch, which yeah. pe- pe- which people thought it would have been a highly a big success. You had The Rock. Yeah. And on top of that, you had uh, what's this guy, his name? Uh, Efron. Zac Efron. Yeah, Zac Efron. How crazy is that? Two, probably one of the. I mean, the, I mean, The Rock itself is the biggest star the out there. The Rock is pretty much untouchable. Like every, you could throw him on shit, and it'll make money. Yep. But now we know. Yeah, it did. It did terrible. How, how bad did uh, Baywatch do out there? Which I think um, it had last time I checked, it was at fifty-six million, and that was only domestically. And so. The Baywatch, the um, it's made 151. Okay, here we go. So that's actually not bad. So the budget is actually 69 million. Oh, here we go. Domestic, 57 million. Oof. And worldwide, people love it. Worldwide, 95 million. So, yeah, but that's still on that. Right. It made 153 million worldwide. Only 57 of that was domestic. Wow. Out of a 69 budget. So it it didn't make its budget back. Uh, it didn't make its budget back with us. It had to go yeah. overseas. Yeah. And again, crazy. if you look at that movie uh, critically, it got slaughtered. Critically Destroyed. Was demolished. Destroyed. But that's crazy because uh, The Rock is a name. I mean, The Rock name sells. But that's the thing. It has a twenty percent of Ryan Tomatoes. Yeah, it, it actually got slightly better. I remember it being worse. It was like an eleven or something. <laughs> but uh, I've noticed that as well. That's another trend that's happening over time. People don't watch movies over names anymore. That used yeah. to be a thing. For example, you would throw, it's so big back in the nineties, two thousand. I mean, you would throw I don't know, just again, you would throw Arnold's name in something. You would throw Tom Hanks's name in something. Mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie's name mm-hmm. in something. Like all these names, you drop them in anything. Mm-hmm. And they were hits. 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 Um, the Rock was supposed to be one of those. Yeah. I mean, he is for the most but part. But he still is, though. I yeah. mean, this movie made a bomb, but The Rock is still The Rock. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, you throw his name on anything and he's big. Uh, Chris Pratt's probably the only other one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Actually, it's, it's funny you mentioned uh, 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 Chris Pratt because uh, in his article I was reading, it's uh, they, they call it the, the summer of, of Chris's. Um, <laughs> Who are the other Chris's? Uh, you had um, uh, uh, Chris Pine, okay, because of uh, of a uh, Wonder Woman, right, right, Wonder Woman. And there's one more Chris. Let me find. I actually this. like Chris Pine. I think he's uh, I think he's underrated. Yeah, he's very underrated. He's not big enough for starring material, but he should do more supporting roles. He he should he should. All right, so here we go. We had uh, we had Chris Pine, Chris Pratt because of Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, and um, dominated. Yes, dominated. And then you had uh, Evans apparently, but he did like an indie film that's called Gifted, and it made—I mean, it made his budget back. Yeah, I, I actually did hear about that because uh, you know indie movies don't really make that much, but uh, no. that's one of the indies that are coming, that are going around like they're making US. money. Yeah, and then and uh, of course, uh, Chris Chris Hensworth is gonna make this Thor, which is gonna make uh, definitely yes. his money back. Yeah, yeah. So the year of the Chris's. Yeah. For sure, Thor will make its money back. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Now that you have Thor, but you got Hulk in it as well. So yeah, it, it, that movie will be fine. It, it, it'll be perfectly. Everyone's be fine. worried about these new reshoots, but it'll be fine. Yeah, re- re- reshoots are they yeah. happen constantly. They're gonna happen, man. It's, it's inevitable. We, we we didn't mention Mummy. I think that's the one no. we, were, we forgot to talk about. I was actually gonna bring that up because we were talking about Star Power. Yeah. And back in the day, Tom Cruise was one Oof. of the Star Power ones. Tom Cruise held his own, man. You throw his name on anything. Anything. He would have made money. And uh, it seems like you know, little by little, that's not happening. So the Mummy. Has a budget of 125 million, and domestically Jesus, it only made 76. <clears throat> and that's supposed to be a franchise starter. Yeah, I, I know I kind of talked about the Mummy already, but um, yeah, supposed to start a franchise, the Universal Monsters. Yeah, they were gonna put uh, Invisible Man, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and so on. Wolfman. Wolfman. There you go. And yeah, that's not that's not good for a franchise starter. No, it's not. It's, it's terrible, actually. I think it's pretty dead in the water, unless the next one. But they're still going to push forward, though. Of course they're going to push it. Like, uh, we thought Man of Steel did whatever. Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, those did okay. And then Wonder Woman... Yeah, blew it out of the water. Re-exhilarated. Like, like I keep saying, Justice League is going to destroy all that. Yeah, I think Justice League will destroy all of that good work. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? Maybe the Mummy, they could do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think so. the next one is Bride and Frankenstein, I think it is. Frankenstein's Bride, I think, is the next one with uh, Javier Bardem. That's actually very strange that they're starting it with a Bride movie rather than a Frankenstein movie. Exactly. Unless they introduce them both at the same time. I don't know, but they're going straight for the Bride. Yeah, it's going to be rushed. Uh, the reason why I thought Mummy wasn't that good is because they rushed it. They were like, hey, let's throw in the Mummy. Let's throw in uh, uh, fake Nathan Drake. And <laughs> let's throw in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And this whole monster organization, this organization that hunts monsters. And it's like, that's too much stuff. Yeah. Should have just kept it. Yeah. And I'd already talked about it already. But pretty much, uh, that was another one. Didn't get good reviews. It didn't at all. It and was it terrible. Didn't do well. Did but Again, that pattern. Yeah, it, it continues that pattern of these uh, rehashes and, and sequels and universe building that has audiences yeah, not coming after it. Uh, when people think of The Mummy, they just think of Brendan Fraser. Yeah. They think of uh, fun adventure. And that was such a good movie. Yeah. The first two were great. Yeah. Uh, fucked really. it up with the third, but yeah, you know. but I say I, I forgot it existed. Exactly, it didn't happen. And, and wait, let me keep on the on this path of, of comedies, right? You just mentioned comedies, and comedies have doing are doing very bad right now in the box office. So snatched, like I mentioned, yes. the terrible. Uh, fist fight, the terrible, thirty two million. Chips, the terrible. I think you have it here, like eighteen million. Oh yeah, the chips. Yeah. Um, the chips look like shit. Yeah, it looks like shit. And again, reviews shit. Shit. And then Rough Night, uh, the one with um, Scarlett Johansson and all these girls. I was kind of interested in that. They're terrible. Yeah, 16 million. So, but, that's crazy. Um, so there is this comedy that I really want to see. It's, um, it's got, um, I can't remember this guy now. The, um, the Pakistani dude from Silicon Valley. Oh my God, I forgot his name. His name yeah, is- he- it's an indie. He made that movie. He he wrote and directed. I think it Him is. And his wife. His wife. Yeah. Wrote it, which is awesome. Yeah. It hasn't come out yet though. No, no, no. His name is Kumail. Yeah. And um, it's getting great. It's like, getting good buzz. Like buzz. Like the buzz is huge. Mm-hmm. But um, what I was gonna say, it's already made three million off wow. of um, like limited release. Ooh. And that's a super low budget. Yeah. But let, let, let's talk about that, though. Which is, what we were mentioning earlier, it's very curious that a lot of these low budget, small indie films are making money. 
again because there are original ideas and people are tired again yes. of this all this big shit and all this over and over the same crap in every movie and they're all low budget movies and they're making money which is insane so if you if we if we run back like, before you finish your thought yeah yeah, yeah. um you run back low budget movies get out right Get Out was a sleeper hit at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. which made tons of money on a on a small ass budget. I don't know if you have it there. Um, Get Out, it, it, it's it has it has made over one hundred and seventy five million, and it was just made. It, its budget was five million dollars. How insane is that? Yeah, that that, that movie blew up, you know. And it's and it's crazy that these studios are not really recognizing that pattern. This year has been has been a very strong notice of like, hey, the audience are getting tired of seeing the same they're, shit, man. They're, they're getting smart and uh, if you give creators freedom, yep. creative freedom to do their vision yep. For, yep. for better or for worse. Yeah. It's just like it's just like M. Night Shyamalan, his, his movie that he came back with will split. You know, it made, has so far has made $138 million in the box office. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Split was great. Um, and again, they gave him freedom to do whatever the hell he wanted. He's, he's making his comeback. Slowly. I, I, I finally have faith in him. <laughs> again, you know. <laughs> Let's see if he makes the, the Unbreakable sequel good. But yeah, so um, I think that's the only comedy that's been kicking ass right now. The Big Sick. you have any numbers on there when it comes out? Um, let me see. For some reason, I can't seem to find the budget. But it comes out. I mean, it's already on... Um, it's already on limited release. Yeah. When is the wide release for that movie? It's called The Big Sick, you said, right? Yeah, The Big Sick. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say the wide release date. It just says June 23rd, which is the, uh, the, the limited, limited release. release. That's not bad, oh, then. It looks like uh, July 14th. Oh, okay. That's soon. Yep, there it is. Uh, July 14th, it's actually getting the big release. Nice. I'm uh, a, uh, it's because of that. I mean, it's got a freaking 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. It, it looks good, though. It's, uh, yeah, it's kicking ass, and it's uh, it, it's a personal story. Like, you could tell they worked really hard on yeah, it. Yeah, it, it seems uh, it was uh, their, their their story, I guess, how, yeah, how they yeah. met. It, it, it's a rom-com. Yeah. And, and it's bringing back rom-coms because those have been steadily dying. Yeah, because they've been terrible, man. They've been bad. You know, they're all rehashes. I mean, sure, all rom-coms technically are rehashes, but still, they're, they're, they're losing their heart. Yeah, so, big time. again... It's got a, it's got a heart in it, great reviews, and it seems like it's gonna make the shit out of its budget back, especially when it does the wide release. Yeah. Um, the it, biggest... it's. I find that very, um, I find that very interesting of how all these movies are, are all these small movies are, are making, are making a headway through the box office, are making artists notice them, you know, because mm-hmm. usually people when they see talk about indie movies, indie movies are are, are not something yeah, yeah. that people want to go I mean, after. It's not the first time it's happened, but I would say in recent memory, it's it's been happening more frequently. It's been happening more frequently. Like I remember, I don't know, just name a few: uh, Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Like those were all what, and then yeah. they popped out of nowhere. Yeah, but that's just you know, it's it's one or two names a year. Is yeah. that no? But this one, but this year has been a few of them, man. There's not even one yeah, or two yeah. anymore. No, this was definitely. It's, it's a trend. You look even at John Wick. John Wick, they they didn't do that good the first time out, but the second time out, it did amazing. You know, John Wick was John Wick two had those numbers, oh, had yeah, those good yeah. numbers, and it was a, a word of mouth. Every, every Pure word of mouth, man. Everybody loved it as its first release. Everyone talked about it. And then all of a sudden, when it came out again, it blew up. Yeah, you know, it was everywhere. 
and and I and I like that. I really and and like we were talking about that earlier that they're doing comics, they're doing a TV show. Yeah, you know they're opening up this world to everybody. Yeah. Hopefully they don't ruin it, but the fact that they're able to do that yeah. means they have you know. Yeah. So John Wick made ninety two million on this run. Which is big for a movie that probably didn't probably was made with like five million dollars or something like that. I'm glad because those uh I mean technically it's not full blown martial arts. It's, it's like gun fu, man. Gun fu, there you go. Gun fu. It, it's it's filmed like those classic martial arts movies mm-hmm. you used to always watch. Yeah. So the, the, those were missing. Yeah. And I'm glad it came back. Yeah. And, and I'm, the, I'm the raid was probably the closest thing we had that's uh, true. before that. Yeah. That's very true. That was awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm actually glad that audiences, especially domestically, are looking at things differently. And they're like, hey, let's pay attention to what we're spending our money on. Because yeah. it's not that easy to spend that money. We're, 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 everyone's getting smarter about the shit that yeah. uh, studios are feeding us. Yeah. Like this new fucking Transformers. Yeah, it was terrible. Let, let's, look, let's look at Transformers numbers because that's what I'm very curious about. So I know that movie bombed too. Transformers. No one asked for a fifth one. No. They're fifth, and they're even talking about spinoffs. But they're doing it. They did their f- the fifth one because of China. China's yeah, going to make exactly. that money. So, all right. So uh, their budget was two hundred and seventeen million. You know, Damn. Actually, on a, on a on a separate note, I actually find it interesting that it had a smaller budget than Pirates. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, so <laughs> $217 million was the budget, and domestically it made 109 Oof. Half. Wow. It's not good. Uh, but of course, foreign. Yeah. It, uh, I wouldn't even say it dominated, but it, it made $339 million Yeah. For uh, half a billion worldwide, pretty much. Wow. But uh, people didn't like it. No. It got bad reviews. Terrible. People ripped it apart, man. They ripped it apart more than the last one, and I actually thought yes. 4 was really bad. Yeah, 4 was really bad. It was really, uh, again, really bad. Again, I haven't seen it, but again, I, I knew that it wasn't going to do good. It just didn't seem like it was good. So I didn't spend my money on it. No. Uh, I, along I, with clearly a lot of other people. Honestly, I haven't spent money on Transformers since Transformers 2. Meh, wise. Um, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. It's um. People are noticing, man. People but, are noticing but here's that. here's the weird thing. Even with all of this, sure, it's, it made its money back, but that's just because of China, mainly. But now they want to talk about a spinoff of Bumblebee. Hmm. It's like... Well, that's, people, that's people's favorite character, though. It is people's favorite character, but I mean, how are you going to make a movie of just Bumblebee? Just uh-huh. Bumblebee? Well, they're probably noticing maybe people don't want to watch Transformers. Maybe people want to watch Bumblebee. No. I, I am tired of Optimus Prime being the most violent character. In the. I mean, you look at... What Optimus Prime does to its villains, you're like, man, Megatron is. I'd rather hang out with Megatron. Optimus Prime like ripping their jugular out, yeah. and, and oil spraying all over his face for the human race. It's like, no, you're a fucking murderer, Optimus. Yeah, Optimus is crazy, man, and especially in this movie. I watch this one when it's on TV or some shit. Dude, background noise. Yeah, yeah. Definitely background noise. I really just want to see it for the effects. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, but it, it, it has the same problems as every other Transformer movie. You can't see the action. Yeah. You can't see which robot is fighting yes. what. Yes, that's actually uh, one of my big things. It doesn't have enough um, glamour shots. Yeah. And you know, a little bit on topic, but a little bit off topic, I finally saw Power Rangers. Okay. I felt the Zords did not have enough glamour shots. Like, they showed the Zords zoomed in, kind of like how they showed the Transformers. Is that budget, man? Yeah, there was no scene where they actually showed the Zords in action, zoomed out so you can actually see their movement. Yeah. 
like uh, the, like I said, the original Power Rangers on Netflix right now. And there's that opening shot every time they get the Zords. Yeah. You see them all running. You see them all. Like, you get to finally get a good look at what they all look. Yeah. You couldn't even see it. Nah, here, it nah. It took me halfway into the movie. Actually, a little it's more towards the end, yeah. A little towards the end of the movie to realize that the fucking Mastodon had like six legs. Wow. The Zord. It's supposed to be the fucking mammoth. And I'm yeah. like, why do you have six legs? Yeah. Well, whatever, you're weird. <laughs> so anyways. It's curious because they, they, they didn't have that budget, man. You know, it, it, it did enough with what it could. And yeah. I think maybe the next one will have a bigger one. So, yeah. But that's, that's if... Transformers didn't have those glamour shots. I want to see the Transformers transforming. I don't want oh, to start transforming and you zoom in on a gear on his leg. Yeah. And then you zoom out and he's transformed. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit. That's true. I want to see him transform. Yeah. That's the whole point of Transformers. Yeah. yeah. If it's going to be a visual eyegasm, I want to actually see it. Now, yeah. You know, or, or cover it in smoke and all that in the middle of a battle. Oh, I hate that crap, Whatever. Man. Transformers, to me, is a dead franchise. It's and, super uh, dead, but they're trying to resurrect it, man. That's, uh, that studio needs that money. They're actually trying to resurrect it by combining it with Hasbro products like G.I. Joe and so on. We'll see. No. Hopefully they do that. I mean, uh, G.I. Joe didn't do good to begin with. It's got potential in another 10 years when people forget about this. Yeah. But not right now. Yeah. Fresh off of the Bayformers. Yeah. Think. But, but they, they need that Bumblebee, man, to come out and make some money for them. Fucking Bumblebee. Which is uh, terrible, man. It's a terrible decision. But they don't care, dude. I mean, everyone thought five was going to be terrible. And it was terrible. And it was a bad decision. But they're making that money because China gives, is, keeps giving it to them. Yeah. Unless China gets smart, dude. Apparently, I feel like China didn't give him that much money as it did last time. No, it didn't. I was actually reading about that. They did not give him enough. So even China, I guess, is getting tired of their shit. <laughs> like, oh, it's the same thing again. Yeah, they're getting tired of all these robots. Not, uh, they're getting tired of seeing these robots not do anything. Something I uh, read as well that was kind of interesting. Um, sure, the movie just came out, but Despicable Me 3. Yes. Uh, it's got a budget of 80. And um, it actually made the budget back uh, of uh, 99 mil, mm-hmm. but it didn't make as much as Minions before it, mm. which is technically a sequel. Yeah. So, Same universe. Yeah, yeah. So even though it's a kid's movies and kid's movies always dominate, people love all that shit, it uh, only opened to 75 million, while Minions opened up to 115 million. Oof. That's a big drop for a huge job. that, you know, has been steadily rising. Yeah. So it looks like even parents and kids kind of went, oh, I'm kind of tired of the Minions and Despicable Me. They're getting tired of it, man. It's still going to be a hit. It's still going to – it made its money back. But it's that franchise fatigue we're talking about where it seems like the next one will not make as much. Kind of like how Shrek did. Yeah. Shrek after a while just didn't make it. No. I think Despicable Me – I think this should be the last one. Whether they will be or not. I don't know, man. Probably not. It should be because I guarantee the next one will not do it. Yeah, it had a 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, not as good as the other ones. I know yeah. the other ones have made more than that. Or, yeah. or, uh, no rated higher. So yeah, uh, movies are people are getting tired of it. People are getting annoyed, and we want difference, man. Um, to uh, say the future right now, uh, Spider Man comes out Thursday, and it's tracked to do a hundred million. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna make a whole shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'll be a, one of a billion dollar franchise, but no, I, <laughs> I think know. it should get close enough to it. I think they've tied it in enough with the Marvel movies that 
especially with putting Iron Man in, that I think people will forget about the Sony and Electro stuff. Yeah. And, and it has so far great ratings. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I was actually looking at the early reviews. The early reviews are fantastic. So yeah. um, It's trying to make some money. What, what I'm scared of that it's not going to make so much money. It'll probably be War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, man. Planet of the Apes, that one also has got great reviews. That one comes out next week. I'm really excited for that one. Not yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah next week. Not, not the weekend it's coming. Yeah, the yeah. Next one. Yeah. But I don't know. Would it have? Would it be able to beat Spider Man? Uh, that's my thing. Fuck. Is it going to beat Spider Man? It came out. They're too close together, man. They are way too close together. I should have waited. They should have waited uh, another week. Damn, I don't know. That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. <laughs> so. I don't think it will, but I think it'll still make a lot of money. Yeah, for People sure. People love the Planet Planet of the Apes movies, mm-hmm. which is insane because it's it's a reboot. But it's been such a good reboot, yeah, dude. Though it's a reboot remake, and they just did a whole new trilogy. It's uh, it's crazy, and it's freaking good. It gets better as it goes. It does. Um, and apparently, I, I, I always get confused. So the the beginning was uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yes, which I thought was good. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. The second one was um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn was even better. Yep. And now we have War for the Planet of the Apes. I heard this one was a great uh, close. Yeah. They, they say this one is better than all the other ones that That's came before insane. it. That's crazy. So, like, it's crazy how uh, one, it, it keeps beating its sequels. It's so good. And um, it, it, these movies have heart. Yeah. It's all about uh, revolt, fighting back. And uh, the special effects are fantastic. The mocap motion capture is amazing. Yeah. Andy Circus, sure, he's full of himself and he's a bit of an asshole, but yeah, I mean, he, he does talent, a good man. job. <laughs> he can't talent. hate. <laughs> he kills it. I can't hate. Yeah. When he goes and brags, oh, I did all this myself. The visual effects artist didn't. I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. The visual effects artist did did a lot of work they, too, man. They traced your acting, so they did it. Yeah. Because if if they didn't do a well job, you wouldn't yeah. be portrayed. You would have just been a man in PJs. Yeah. With uh, green bubbles on your face. Yeah. So when he says stuff like that, I'm like, fuck you. But at the same time, I watch his products, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? You're so good. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> Talk shit, sure. You do great, and uh, everyone that works on it does awesome. They good. They good. Good work, for, man. You know, it's strange. I'm actually. Strangely looking more forward to Planet of the Apes than Spider-Man. Me too. Actually, <laughs> me too. I'm so excited for the movie. You reminded me. I'm like, wow, I'm actually more hyped. Yeah. Although I'm watching Spider-Man tomorrow. And oh, yeah, I'm, of course. I'm watching it tomorrow too, but I'm really excited for Planet of the Apes. I actually man. wish it was reversed. I wish Planet of the Apes was tomorrow. And, and But I feel it would have cannibalized. If, 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 if Planet of the Apes would have came out this weekend, Spider-Man would have destroyed it. In the second week, but it still would have made its fuck ton of money. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see how it does opening. It shouldn't affect it that much because review wise are chugging in. Yeah, people love the franchise. Um, so these two movies are, are tracking uh, for good reviews, man. They're they're yeah, yeah. they're doing and, really and I well. I guarantee with our um, with the pattern that we've been seeing, that good reviews yeah. mean good money, especially with summer. And it helps out a lot. Because that's the thing, summer. People know that they're going to be spending a lot of money, yeah. so they want to spend it right. Yeah. So Spider-Man right now is checking at a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And World for the Planet of the Apes is checking at 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I, I can easily see both of them making what, what that yeah. promised. Maybe even more. It, it's such a packed uh, next few weekends, though, because if you look at this, of course, it's going to be a quick run-through. You're not going to go into depth into anything. Right. But uh, this weekend, Spider-Man. Next weekend, World of the Planet of the Apes. The weekend after that, uh, July twenty first, you got Dunkirk. Oh yeah, uh, the oh, Christopher Nolan Christopher baby. Nolan's movie, and at the same time, they're, they're go- he's going head to head with Valerian. It's gonna bomb. 
It'll bomb, but it looks great. Uh, visually, bomb. visually, yeah. Yeah, visually. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think Dunkirk is going to be doing... I don't think it's going to be potentially do good as his past movies. I think it's going to be at least making 50 million, 40 million this uh, opening weekend. Yeah. After that, it's going to fall down. I don't think Dunkirk will make that much, even though it's got Nolan's name plastered but still, all over it's it. Not a, it's not an idea that people want to watch again, you know? Yeah, it, it's... It's a little depressing. Yeah. Everyone wants, uh, you know, something. Well, I mean, Planet, something. Of the, Planet of the Apes is no picnic either. No, but, <laughs> but you have the action sequences about it. Right, right. right. Oh, it, shit. It, it yeah. still gets you pumped. Yeah, yeah. Dunkirk is going to be a lot of, like, heartbreak. Yeah. Because it's war. It is. It's war. And then July 28th, Atomic Blonde. I don't know if Atomic Blonde will do great. I'm no. hoping it does. I don't think it will. I think it's going to track maybe as the same 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 set as uh, John Wick. But also, there's no reviews for it. So let's just say... Actually, hypoth- right now, 78% Ryan Tomatoes. Okay. Well, I was going to say, hypothetically speaking, if review-wise it did as well as John Wick, I think word of mouth... Might carry it? It might carry it. Hmm. Uh, John Wick style. I think Yeah. I think so. If you said seven, it's in the seventy. Seventy-eight right now. Seventy-eight percent. Hopefully, it doesn't drop. If it drops more, I don't. I don't see. It no, it's gonna do well. good. And it's going head to head with the Emoji movie. Oh fuck that movie! <laughs> I actually saw the first trailer for it yesterday. <laughs> fuck that movie! No, 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 no. It's it's them. It's very Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. But it looks Ooh, terrible hoop, though. Hoop emoji. It looks terrible though. No way. Yeah, I, know, I ain't watching that. The week of August four, Dark Tower, which I don't think is gonna do good. No, it won't. Mm-mm. It's not gonna do good at all. It's a big budget movie, uh, but it's yeah, it just doesn't look that interesting. It should it should have definitely been a TV series. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the original one that yep. was gonna be uh, actually it could have been any actor. I remember originally it was supposed to be Javier Bardem. Yeah, Javier but Bardem. Uh, I mean I love Idris Elba, so yeah, could do no wrong. I love that guy, man, and I love him in Luther. Even though Luther ah, shows a little, eh, so good. he dominates in it. I love him so much. Uh, but yeah, after that, you know. Uh, Smaller movies come out, which doesn't really yeah. matter. They're closing up the bo- big box off, big block, big blockbuster box office movies. But yeah, they're closing it off. Um, but yeah, man, let's see how these next few weekends turn out, and we'll yeah. definitely update you on what we've seen and how it goes. But uh, to kind of summarize, pretty much it seems like thank you for being smarter. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood likes to blame. Oh, we spent too much money on this movie. Um, uh, but really, is it really what someone wants to watch? No, we want. Shit that looks interesting, not something new. Hey, we've done ten of these movies and they've been successful. Let's do an eleven for for shit. Yeah. No, we don't want that. No, we want heart. Yeah, we want something inter- good story. We want good movies. So yeah, I'm good glad, characters. I'm glad. Hopefully, next year's summer, this will kind of translate. Maybe not. It's still too soon. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying too soon, but these movies already been in production. That's true. So whatever is coming out next year is coming. It's so been done this year. So I, maybe 2019 we'll see a change. Yeah, I hope. I hope people. Uh, when I mean people, I mean executives. I hope they realize that we don't want shit anymore. Yeah. And I'm glad, little by little, year after year, it's getting better. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not making enough money as last year. Yeah. If if next year blockbusters have another big bomb like this year, I'm telling you, the, there's gonna be a change. Yeah, they'll open their eyes. It has to be changed. Maybe we don't need to drop all this money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you, thank you, audience. Thank you, everybody, for being smart and and looking at every outlet out there to make smart decisions when you're wasting your money in the movie theater. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening to this uh, podcast we had today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Let us know what you feel about these the movies we talked about. If you saw any of those, let us know. Um, Give us some reviews and what ideas you thought about it. Let us know what you think about the new upcoming movies are going to be. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, Facebook 
and you can email us at popcornheroes at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, comments, questions, and concerns. Send us over to us, and we'll respond to you as soon as we can. But till next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you.